to another episode of Three Dads and a Console. Not every dad can stay up to date on the latest and greatest in video game news that you need to know about, so we're here to do it for you. Again, this show is kid-friendly, so no earmuffs are needed. Now on with the show! I am Waba Plays. Alongside today is the one and only Pez. Hello, Pez. Good day. How's it going? What's the crap? It's good. I, I got a little tripped up because I was doing my three dads and a console thing, and there's only two dads. There's only two of us. No console. No. Nope. Um, well, I'm surrounded. Vacation. You I'm believe sur- it? I'm surrounded by consoles. You don't even play half of them. You just play Minesweeper on your Dell notebook. But what? <laughs> we go into a little Minesweeper. Okay, we sweep all the mines, and then we get into solitaire, and then we call it a day. That is gaming, my friends. That is what that we call was gaming. gaming. And the, the Microsoft gaming. pinball game that was like super cool. Yeah, it was great. Done and See, done. We only talk about the, we only talk about the classics here. That's right. Um, but F- today, fun, Court's on vacation this week playing Minesweeper. Fun spot only games. That's what we're playing, dude. We need that to do a fun bangs. spot live. I can't wait to go back. That place bangs. Oh God, I want. So maybe we'll do a three dads and a console at Fun Spot because oh, I imagine. Need, I need the Laconia. Um, so today's going to be a, a very. We're going to pretty much be talking about one game, and the reason why is because NHL twenty three details um, are live. So we're actually recording on Thursday um, because uh, we can't talk about it before then. So um, NHL twenty three. Um, there was a trailer that dropped today, and. Um, I was fortunate enough to get a sneak peek that I can now discuss. Um, so we were able to, uh, I was at a presentation where uh, Rammer was there. Um, two other of the developers um, were there. Mike Inglehart, and, who's a creative director, and Chris Halleck, who's the lead producer. Um, and it was a, a virtual presentation and a virtual Q&A. So we're going to go through a lot of uh, the new NHL uh, things to expect, at least what we know at this time. Um, we were really kind of like we all met because we love hockey, and I know we talk about NHL a lot. If NHL isn't your thing, it's still a good thing to listen to because this is really kind of like a behind the scenes thing. I only really get access to things like this like once a year, so it's pretty cool to see kind of uh you know what you learn before you know. Um, so again, if you don't play NHL, you know I still think you're going to find this interesting. Uh, Pez, what do, what do we do before we get started? Is that what do you mean? I don't know. It's, 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 I'm going to be talking a lot. I want to see <laughs> any wise words before I start rattling some things off. Yeah, I do have a few wise words. Head on over to youtube.com slash three dads on a console and check out the two reviews that Wobber and I dropped. The first is Wobber's review of uh, Curse to Golf and the second is my review of Cult of the Lamb. So if you haven't checked it out yet, go do that because uh, they are... They are very good. Uh, I might be a little biased, but I enjoyed both immensely. And there's um, there's actually more on the way. So I know you got a, a few more. Uh, yeah. So I said you're going to be sharing. I am planning on reviewing um, super small indie game. And this is not a joke. I'm not going to say Madden 23 super small indie game called Video Game Fables. It is made by one person. Uh, I can never I cannot pronounce the name of the studio. It's Mamiji Studios. I believe I pronounced that incorrectly, but that's what we're going with. Uh, second, secondly, is a game called Endling Extinction is Forever, and that's made by Handy Games. Uh, so I got a code for that from Keymailer. So thank you for that. And then I will be reviewing not an indie title, uh, Madden 23. Small indie game. We'll we'll talk about that game for sure. Um, a little more. I know Court got into the demo a little bit. Um, but we've since got access, so I uh, look forward to that. All right. So yeah, stay tuned to the YouTube. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, let's talk NHL 23. So again, I was uh, part of a preview event. Um, so there was some dev uh, Q and A, but I just want to give everybody some uh, some quick notes. Um, the first big thing is the cover athlete, or should I say athletes? Uh, Trevor Zegers and Sarah Nurse are both the cover athletes. Um, so the big question was, you know, why why both of them? Because for the first time, you are going to be having uh, women play a big part, uh, specifically the IIHF, um, in an NHL or an EA game, uh, for that matter. And um, then you have Trevor Zegers, who's like kind of new. <laughs> like he's not like your Austin Matthews, your Ovechkins, or anything like that. Um, 
and they basically said that they wanted people who were like the future of the game. Um, Zegris is definitely very skill based. He's exciting to watch. Um, and it, they both encompass a more expressive and inclusive future of the sport. So that was like the big reason why they selected both of them. Um, the IIHF women's national team is going to be integrated in HUT. Um, we're going to talk about a little bit more about the, the women's uh, integration, but that's really, really cool stuff coming up. Um, for the first time ever, there is going to be cross-play, uh, but it's going to be a little different than what you might expect. It's cross-play for the same gen. So they showed us this grid, basically PS4 and what's the old Xbox? Xbox One. Xbox One, they can play against each other. You can only play with people of the same console. So if you want to be on the same uh, World of Shell team, you can only play if you're PS4, you can only play PS4. Um, but you can play against everybody. So that's going to make it a little different when it comes to who's going to be on your team because you don't, get, but you have access to more people than before and you'll be able to play against everybody. Now, PS4 cannot play against PS5. They don't want prior gen playing with next gen. Um, but again, the same rules apply. PS5 can play against Xbox and this is all in uh, World of Shell and HUT. We don't know anything about Versus or anything else like that yet. Um, so I'm really excited. I don't know what implications that has for HUT. I imagine because you can play against people. I imagine the auction house where you get players is going to be integrated, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't shared yet, but it, it's definitely super exciting. Um, there are so a lot of new um, enhancements. The one thing I really loved is called Last Chance Puck Movement. So it's a new set of desperation animations and move. So when you get bumped or something, what would happen is you would just lose the puck and then you're done. But now you can execute like a pass or a shot. So as you're getting like falling to the earth, you can actually shoot it and it'll happen. Now it might not be the most accurate, but you can still make some sweet plays or a pass. And it's much more realistic. Um, it's called like stumble and loose puck. Um, and you can also do this on loose puck too. So um, it's going to make it feel a little more fluid, a little more realistic instead of just being like, well, I got bumped, you know, tough break 2022. Um, goalies, we say this every year, they're going to improve the goalies, but they added uh, 350 new save animations and 50 human desperation saves. So fingers crossed. They updated uh, X factors. That was a big thing. It gives uh, really good players certain abilities. Um, AI is going to utilize them more. So Ovechkin who just sits in the slot and just scores goals. Uh, he has one timer at, or one T. Um, the AI is going to feed him more. Um, but also they updated other ones. Um, for the biggest one, uh, tr- Truculans, Truculans. Basically what it would do is just make you like impossible to like hit off the puck. Now it's AI players go more aggressively for hits. I don't know if that's going to change if you're a, like a player, but like they looked into seeing some of the OPX factors. It's a huge complaint from people in World of Shadow that the, the meta is stale. Um, yeah. But, you know, we'll see what it is. I mean, I know what I know what four five of them are if you want to see those ones in depth go watch my youtube it's just whatever um but new x factors there's some that are actually around uh skilled up which is easily uh look more easily to do lacrosse moves so trevor zegers who's on the cover did a lacrosse move where he gets a puck in back of the net curls it up on a stick and basically like dumps it himself if you haven't seen it go look it up it's fantastic um so there's gonna be an x factor for that and his he had a goal if you don't watch hockey, you don't know what I mean, but look it up. Like, it's a Zegers goal where he got the puck behind the net, flipped it to the front, and then what's his name? Sony Milano hit it in like a baseball bat in front. And the look on Zegers' face was like, how did we do that? <laughs> that's in the game. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Zegers has a big impact. Um, they updated power play strategies so you can actually like make it look how you want. All right, that's it for gameplay. So, if, I mean, fine. That, that's not it, but that's all we are shared. Uh, franchise mode is going to be more customizable, so you can actually change like how much like wins are worth, how much you know how you want the playoffs to look like. Do you want a wild card playing game? And it works with custom rosters from NHL 22. So if you put a cool uh, you know roster together, you don't have to replicate it. You can just bring it over and work on it. So that's really nice. Um, Hut, this is the biggest thing, and we kind of talked about this last week. Court and Pez both said uh, the show does really well because. You play and you get immediate rewards. And it looks like HUT is going to be talking about that, or it's going to be implementing that a little bit. We don't, again, we don't have the full picture now. This was just like a preview. But they are going to have a rotating schedule of play styles for the HUT Rivals playlist. So it's not just going to be you play these games all week, you play these games on the weekend, and you rinse and repeat like it was this year. You're going to get immediate rewards to add variety and reduce lag time. So there's going to be 10 rotating styles and you're going to get immediate rewards granted through win-based objectives. 
That's what they said. Take that for what it's worth. I don't know yet, but um, basically they want both long and short-term goals or short-term rewards, long being one week and short being immediate. So uh, the crowd is going to be enhanced. So this, I actually really like the crowd's going to react more to like what happens. So like based on the score of the game, what's happening on the ice. So like the examples we saw was like a power play. And like this dude was just like wailing from the point. And he just kept hitting like the same guy over and over. And each time the crowd's like, oh, 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 it was it was so cool. It felt like a real game. Um, and then the other one, which is not a realistic scenario. Uh, Buffalo was up by 10 goals. Ooh. We all know that's not going to happen. No. Um, and but the end of the game, the crowd was all standing up and, you know, counting down 10, 9, 8. It was just in anticipation. Um, mm. And also, too, when someone goes on a rush or a breakaway, the crowd's going to like get loud and get hype. Um, and also boo refs and away players and boo when the team does poorly. So like, it's going to be more reactive and feel like you're playing in a game instead of like the static stadium. I love that. Yeah. That that immersion is going to be incredibly important for this title. I feel like a lot of people are going to overlook that or take it for granted, but that was probably the most exciting part that I saw cross by, but then this. Um, but then they improved the hat trick sequence. They said they improved the cup sequence. Um, and they improved the lighting, ice wear. They also added wear to the bottom of the boards. Again, these things seem not like a big deal, but it's going to all add up. But um, those were like the big, the big hits um, from like, here are the big changes that we want to share with you. That doesn't mean that's all of them. Okay, let's um, start. Let's now talk through all of these because I think they're important. First is the cover. GG's on the cover. Honestly, I've seen it. I've seen it. It looks good. It, it leaked, by the way. I didn't know when. Sh- yeah, uh, it leaked before it leaked. then, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was leaked. So, not by me. We saw it early. Uh, and you know what? It looks pretty good. I like it. I dig it. Um, people were immediately people on Twitter because the gaming cesspool is on Twitter. True. Uh, they immediately were like, why Trevor Zegris? Uh, he only had, you know, 23 goals in his rookie season, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know what? Uh, or second season, sorry. Uh, Trevor Zegris may have only had 61 points, which honestly isn't anything to sneeze at for a Ducks team that wasn't that good. Yep. Um, but it's important to make new stars in the league. Okay. So the way you do that, the way you do that is by having people like Trevor Zegers or a couple of years ago, what was it? NHL uh, 20 was Austin Matthews. Like you have Austin Matthews, right? In his rookie year or his second year, all of a sudden on the cover, um, you know, you get, I believe Connor McDavid was on the cover once you get Connor McDavid on the cover. Like this is how you make stars in the NHL because video games are important. When it comes to sports games, there's a reason there was a reason Madden 22 had Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady on the cover, right? Because it's like you got you got your Hall of Fame, best of all time, not as good as Josh Allen, but people like to think he is. And then and then Patrick Mahomes. Right. So. I think it's important, A, that you have a young guy like Zegers on the cover. Better, you know what? You don't need Ovechkin. You don't need Matthews. You don't need McDavid. People know who these guys are. You want the next class, so to speak. Uh, and then to have, uh, to follow that up with, what was her name? Sarah Nurse? Sarah Nurse. So to, then to follow that up with Sarah Nurse, who plays for Team Canada, uh, is also a big deal because, and we haven't even mentioned this yet, but women are being added into uh, into Hut. And I think that is a huge deal. There's going to be bro. we'll talk about it more when we mention it, but there's going to be bros on Twitter that's like, oh, I don't want women in Hut because that's what they do. Right. That's what they do is they complain about that. You already see it with uh, with NBA 2K series. They're like, oh, the WNBA, no one's going to play that, blah, 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 blah. No one cares. Someone will play it and they'll enjoy it and they'll like it. Uh, But it's incredibly important, A, because women's hockey, there are women's hockey leagues that have started and folded because there's no pub behind them. Uh, But also because women's hockey Ladies and gentlemen, this might shock you, but it shouldn't. Women's Olympic hockey is excellent. 
It's excellent. The U.S. and Canada women's games are some of the Olympic games are some of the best hockey you will ever watch. Don't have to believe me. Don't care. Go check out the gold medal games. They will blow your mind. Absolutely blow your mind. So I, lo- I love it. I love it. And it's it's a good cover. It's not over stylized. It gets that like, you know, Anaheim feel to it with the palm trees in the back and all that stuff. I dig it and I like it. And I'm glad they went this route other than your usual suspects. Right. I, I and I do want to go more to the the women um, being added to hut because so they had, um you know, Zegers come on and talk a little bit about like why he's excited. He said he was uh, he said, I'm pumped to see or, like pumped to see people try all my moves. Because, like, they put them all in the game. And then Sarah Nurse said, um, women's hockey's here to stay. And I think that's a cool quote. And so from, you know, like, if you, like, you're opening this game up to, like, a lot of female fans. When they added it last year, it was, like, cool. But, like, it was in its own playlist. Yeah. And, like, I didn't really play it because, like, I don't spend a lot of time with offline modes. No. Like, I, I don't watch um, as much, you know, actually, I got probably more into it this year than I did any other year. Um, and now that it's going to be in Hut, like I'm going to have a lot more familiarity, not with just the big names, but like with like probably a lot more. Um, I mean, I learned more about like the European players, you know, Missy Krejci, thank you back. But like just because of Hut, and now it's going to just you know showcase these players to other people who might not really you know watch women's hockey or maybe people who really do, and now they get to see their favorite players. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's cool because so you know Sarah Nurse, so her brother plays was it Edmonton? Her cousin. He plays That's her cousin. Yeah. He Donald Nurse plays for Edmonton. And it's nice because it's like she's talented on her own. Like it doesn't have anything to do with like her. I think her name definitely has a, a you know some some added weight to it because of that. But it's a good like, you know, but she's a, a great player in her own right. So I think it's she's a really good choice for um, I mean, being on the cover. I mean, in the uh in the 2001, uh 2001, 2002 uh, I think uh, Olympics. She had 18 points. Oh, this is World Junior. She had 18 points in seven games. She can it's play. Nuts. She can play. She can play. And you know what? People deserve to see women like her, Hillary Knight, Amanda Kessel. Like they need to see them play because what you watch uh, in the in an NHL game isn't always how hockey's played. If you go watch it overseas, some leagues have zero hitting, right? Bigger ranks, zero hitting allows for more of that, um, more of that flow style to go through. So the NHL game isn't the only game in town. That's what we think as a uh, as a uh, you know a north northern American centric league. Uh, But you have you know the uh, the the women's leagues that are that are just as good and they're a good watch. Like I've taken my daughter to some Boston pride games and they're, they're a lot of fun. Uh, and the hockey's Hopefully good. they'll be able to add it later, but I know right now they're just doing the international, which is good because again, people play NHL from all over the world. Of course. Um, so the four, they actually showed us four cards. So I'm going to pr- mispronounce her name. She's from Finland. Jenny Herikowski. Um, She was shown as a 93 overall left defend uh, two way forward or two way defender. And the thing is, like, you might think like, okay, well, you know, are these cards, how are these cards going to stack up against some of the ones that we've already seen? They should stack up. I think it's based on overall driven. Um, You have Amanda Castle. She was an 85 overall uh, right wing playmaker. And then you had two X factor cards. So X factor are ones that you can uh, upgrade using like collectibles or coins or whatever. Um, And you're actually going to get one of these if you pre-order any edition. So standard or the, uh, I forget what it's called, but the the more expensive edition, the X Factor edition. I should know that. Um, so the two we saw was uh, Marie Philippe Pouline. She the they showed her as a ninety four. She's um, a goalie, right? For for I'm not uh, sure. Team Canada. I'll have to check. I'll look it up. Keep going. Okay, and then uh, Sarah Nurse. Um, obviously, one she got one. She was an uh, eighty five power forward. So like. These are gonna. These cards are gonna make your team. And um, so we, there's confirmed base cards. There's confirmed X factors. They are gonna be involved in events. Um, and the best part about this, I think, if you're like an existing player, is it's gonna add more variety. So everybody's team starts to look the same. Everyone gets McDavid. They add you know Ovechkin or whatever. Like now you're gonna add in a whole different league, and they're gonna like. It's gonna just change the meta. Now you're gonna start to find players who are like better 
um, you know, as people start to familiarize or as, you know, some of these players uh, from the IHF start to, you know, emerge and crush it. Not that they don't already, but like, you know, for Hut, it's going to be like, we don't, I personally, like, I don't know what, like, I don't know who the McDavid of the IIHF is yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to add more variety to teams based on who you get to. I was because wrong, nothing's, She's a forward oh. and she's the uh, captain of the Canadian national team. Oh, Canada. I thought she was the goalie. I was, I was incorrect. <laughs> that's fine. But yeah, I mean, that goes to show that's why it's good. Cause now, you know, it's uh, like, we don't, I don't, again, I don't watch a lot of uh, national women's hockey outside the Olympics. So it's going to be really good to like, you know, meet these players. Um, and yeah, it's going to change the meta, and I think in a good way. And I think that is important, because the things that we have talked about, like you said, is once May rolls around, no, not even May, once March rolls around, you're playing the same lineups, right? Yes. Your first and first and second line, if you have all the cards, are always the same. McDavid, uh, you know, Gretzky on a wing, Lemieux is your second line center, Austin Matthews on a wing and and then your third and fourth lines usually vary, but those guys aren't getting a lot of time. Uh, this will change that or this should change that. Should. It, it'll be interesting to see how they implement the ladies in the game and how they are, how things like strength are now implemented to push them off the puck because if they're easily removed off the puck, no one's going to use them. I, I imagine that would not be the case. So the overalls they showed from face value cards, uh, I started to write them down, but like the Amanda Kessel, who was an 85 in the, um, and Hirokoski, they had the same one. So I think they're just placeholders. Um, but I imagine that the, they would want to make these like, like, you know, got, like, for example, like Johnny Goudreau, like good skill player, but he just gets demolished. Yeah. So he's no longer in the meta, but I believe that they want to, I would imagine that they'd want to have these cards be used, um, you know, be part of that. But I think that's also why they changed some of the X factors too. Yeah. And when, and when, when I say, uh, when I talk about the meta, I'm well aware, and this happens in all sports games that initially like in, in Madden right now, Madden launched on Friday. They only released up to 88s in, in mutt. And then they, they do a slow drip. So eventually like the 88, Josh Allen, which I think is like one of the best cards right now, isn't going to be usable. And the same thing ha- happens in the show and the same thing happens in NHL. So my expectation is in, I'm going to use 85 Amanda Kessel until April. Like eventually she'll fall off and better cards will come in. That's just mm-hmm. how it happens. But, uh, you know, to hopefully at some point it is varied and those base cards will get their specialty. I don't know. Amanda Kessel gold medal edition card where she gets like a 94 or whatever, you know? Uh, but yeah, the hope is to, the hope is on my end as a user is to see more, var- more variance in the lineups because after a while seeing the same lineups is incredibly boring. Yeah. So the only thing I'm worried about, and I know you mentioned before, there's just ignorant people <laughs> like, and you saw it last year because so EA, I know EA gets a lot of hate, but one thing I think that they did really well was showcase a lot of, so they have a lot of uh, DE&I objectives, and they actually highlighted that during the presentation. It's diversity, equity, and inclusion. So they had uh, Luke Prokop, who's a homosexual, um, like, openly player. They had uh, Ethan Bear, who's part of First Nations, um, and they gave people, like, a card for that. And I thought it was really cool, and they had a story, like a QR code, and they, and but you have people who are just stupid, so if you have a stupid opinion about women being in HUD, keep it to yourself. Be open minded. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things like I, I can see that happening and that's the downside. And hopefully there are more, you know, loud supportive voices than uh loud dissenting ones. But that's my that's my only concern. And it has nothing to do with the like it's not like I wouldn't want the, this to be a good change like the change. Yeah. But I just feel like people are just gonna be dumb. Oh, one hundred percent. Look, look. And I know Court would advocate for this growing up in the hockey scene. I've been around the hockey scene for a long time. Uh, those That's what hockey bros do. If it's not a overly machismo, almost misogynistic type of attitude, then that's not 
what the hockey boys do. You know what I mean, Ferda? Like they just will talk about, you know, women's hockey sucks. Women don't believe don't belong in hut. Uh all that, all that stuff. They, you know, when pe- when NHL teams do their pride game or whatever, there's, a, you know, people have issued comments about that. Uh, people had comments about the free cards that were given out when it came to like, you know, the the pride day and the First Nation and all that stuff. Free cards that you didn't even have to use, and people complained about them just because of what they stood for. So, unfortunately. We will see probably a lot of that, but knowing the street, the NHL streaming community, there may be more people in, there may be more people who are on the, I'm going to call it the right side of it. You don't have to agree with me, listener, that I think that women in hut is a good thing, but I'm going to say on the right side of that because... Uh, other than that, you're just excluding them for no reason. If they're exactly. viable cards and you're like, well, they shouldn't be in here. This is an NHL game, not an equality game. Well, then you're missing the point because the NHL has openly openly gay players now, right? The NHL, you know, if you want to take it that level, how come folks aren't like, oh, this should be, you know, this game is in Canada. Why isn't this, you know, a race, like certain race only, right? You, you can make those arguments, but it you shouldn't because yeah. it's stupid. Um, like, like the, uh, what is it? I know that, um, I know Kadri openly shared a lot of the vitriol he got just for being him. Yeah. Um, and look at him now. He's a Stanley Cup champion and yeah. he's, uh, he was a free agent of the offseason. And we're, like, and, and we're he, not even, they say, yeah, we're not even talking about his play. We're talking oh. about the color of his skin. Yeah. His background. And, so it's, it's for everyone. I, and I know EA, like, again, people give him a lot of hate. But I think they do this right, and I think they do it right specifically in NHL. And it's nice to see that. So, like, that they're, like, they're taking a stand. And, again, if if you don't agree with that, that's fine. Keep Like, you don't have to share your opinion. Like, because yeah. guess what? There's going to be a lot of people who are going to enjoy this. And I can tell you right now, Court's daughter's going to love this. And oh, 100%. That's, like, imagine that. Like, now you're going to have all these kids who actually get to play a mode that is... So it's not just a, a you know, a, again, I think maybe that was a, but it's not just like a, a small playlist. Right. It's, no, this is the biggest mode of the, the game. So like Love imagine, it. imagine Court's daughter and I'm only going to bring up Court's daughter because uh, she had her own Boston Pride cutout. Yes. Okay. So imagine now she is playing uh, NHL 23 and she is using, I don't know, I'm going to say Let's say just for uh, poops and giggles, she uses Samantha Davis, who plays on the Boston Pride, right? So all of a sudden now she's playing a player on a team that she had a cuddle for. That's a that's a that's a big deal. Yeah. And that's how you create that's how you create from a business wise. That's how you create a sustainable user base that is going to keep buying your game going forward. Or God forbid that people keep playing past February. Yeah. And minimum. So, like, and you know what? Let's segue right into where into crossplay because I I think the issues with uh, NHL 22 was you took a uh, you took a user base and you cut it into four squares and that was it. That was it. There was no movement in between those four squares. There was no market in between those four squares. It was if you're PS5, you're playing PS5. If you're Xbox One or oh, uh, Xbox Series X, that's who you're playing, and that's it. And that's it. Truthfully, uh, I'm going to be the buzzkill and say they need to stop last gen games. Uh, I uh, true if you if uh, eventually it just needs to stop uh, because while this like generation versus generation thing works this year, uh, as more consoles become readily available, that previous gen is going to drop off, and then you don't have to spend your resource time trying to figure out what the heck is wrong with the previous gen. But I feel like there are two types of games that latch onto previous gen, and this is like, I'm talking like PS2 even. Sports games and Call of Duty online. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Maybe not for PS2, but I know PS3. Like, uh, it's how, literally the last ones. How dare you exclude Just Dance that literally put out a Wii game like two years ago. I was going to say, can I get Just Dance 2022 on like Wii U or like Wii? Uh, you know what? 
Let's look. Just dance. We Ubisoft doing that. Well, because they don't change the graphics. <laughs> the last Just Dance was for we. I think was 2020. Oh yeah. yikes! So okay, fine. And Just Dance. I stand corrected. How dare you? I but know I, we have a lot of Just Dance fans here. But anyway, um, I think I think the crossplay is going to help, right? Because. Um, you now your Xbox and your PS5s, your Series X's and your PS5s are playing together because they're playing the same game. I get why you couldn't do PS5 versus PS4 because I'm sure there will be differences that that will make it harder, uh, gameplay wise to recreate. I I'm think sure. also, well, it's visual fidelity is like the difference, but also to think about it from like a, an account perspective. So one of the bonuses you get with the X Factor edition is dual entitlement. And you see this a lot with mm. PlayStation, you see a lot with Xbox is you get the game on both old and new for whatever reason. How do you have you you have to split it up? So PS last year PS4 you could play on it but then once you move to X or to next gen that's it. Yeah. Now you can still play the offline modes. But like how would it work? It just doesn't make sense. Like you cuz you could technically have you on one console playing with you on another console. Right. You can't like do that. Right. So I understand why they have to split it up from old to new. But one of their future priorities they shared is that they want to have you be able to create and join mixed console clubs. Um, since at launch right now, you're only going to be able to be on the same console, but you can play against any console. Yeah. So what they want to do is have like Xbox series be with X or PlayStation five and also have mixed club matchmaking too. I think, I think match like that stuff I think is way harder than we think it is just because Fortnite did 100%. it like, but again, Fortnite has, you know, Fortnite money, but I think it's definitely way more challenging. The fact that this crossplay, I would say is probably the biggest priority that we're going to see this year, at least in terms of like the biggest change. And you might be like, well, that doesn't have anything to do with the game. It, it does, but it, it has it, to do exactly. with the back end that none of you see that myself and none of you nerds know how to do anything on. Exactly. Like, and it's such I, a tough thing to tackle, I bet. And kudos to them for doing it because that is what the the player base was begging for. Begging for even before NHL twenty two came out, they were like, We want cross play. Uh and EA delivered it to them. Will it work? In theory, it works, right? We don't know. If the game is still if the game is what it was last year, maybe it doesn't work. Who knows, right? And then that speaks to a bigger problem of the product. But right now, they said, okay, we heard you. We heard that you want crossplay. We're going to give it to you. And it makes sense that it would stay within generation. My, what I wonder, what I wonder is if they will, if that means that they've also added a uh, cross market. Mm. And I don't know if we know that yet because they haven't really done their hut deep dive. Um, but a cross market, so an Xbox, so a Series X and PS5 market, I think is incredibly important um, for the longevity of not really the game, but the actual market itself. Because having to do a, having to do, if you're like a UG Dynasty, youtube.com slash UG Dynasty, and you're doing your. You're doing your every Monday market Monday. If you're not able to do all four markets, that's a huge piece of the puzzle that you're not being that that that's a huge piece of the pie you're not serving. Okay. So I love food. I love food analogies. It's so good. But now, but now, so he plays on his PS5. Now he can at least do he can at least keep the current gen happy by doing his market Mondays. And what he is saying for week one is relevant for week one current gen players and that's important and it was definitely tough like i couldn't find players i wanted like they just didn't exist on the console no one had them but someone had them on xbox it just it 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 will make the prices less i don't know i think it'll make it a little more realistic and i don't know it just makes sense so i'm really hoping i can't imagine i would play against somebody in rivals but not be able to trade with them so we'll see about that. And from a competitive perspective, too, instead of having to slice it up, you just it's all the same. Yep. So it, you just like even even for what um sports gamer does, they do the usual tournaments. You just build your team on one console and you everybody plays. There's no Xbox tournament. There's no PlayStation tournament. 
And what that should do is make the prizes much better because now instead of having to split it four ways, do they even do like do they even do like a neck a prior gen uh GWC? Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. But I um, um I'm happy for you as someone who plays it com- competitively. Uh, your your player base has now doubled. No, you can quote unquote competitively, but I'm gonna say competitively because you play it on on Twitch.tv slash Waba plays at least at least three to three times a week. Usually during the season, we're looking at four times a week. Dude, I'm taking off time, so I'm gonna take off a few days the week before it launches, and I'm taking the whole week off. I'm there not gonna go. play it the whole time, but yeah, you know, yeah, you are, and you'll stream it the whole time. <laughs> I'm gonna bully, I'm gonna bully you into it. That's what happens. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You have to do it. Um, there's also a cool part of this, and like this is like again, I know I'm like talking about this, like well, obviously that's what we're talking about today. Like I, I um through the creator network, I'm very thankful to be a part of things like this because for a creator my size and just like being involved in with the, the past few years, it's been really interesting to be able to be in something live with people who create a game that I love. Um, I've only ever done it for NHL and I was able to do it for Lost and Random and they give you the opportunity to ask questions now none of mine were picked this time I'll tell you the two questions are uh, shout out Marcus I said um, have there been any accessibility changes um, since last year um, aside from just you know dressing colorblindness and I also asked um, are we going to be able to update our arena and hut those weren't picked because they were too hard hitting I bet <clears throat> no, I, there's so many questions but um, a few that I did pick out um, were someone asked after a year of frostbite what did you learn for nhl 23 so frostbite's the engine it's on nhl i think was the last to get it and they said it was really more an immersion the presentation package crowd and they said cup celebration um they also like said that uh hat tricks will be you know way different it'll be more you know celebrated but it sounds like right now you're gonna get a lot more polish and i think that's gonna rub some people the wrong way because they want to see like oh i want it to be more realistic gameplay wise but like I don't know. I think they definitely prioritized a lot of different things this year. Um, this was a good one. Will there be rule changes with the women's hockey uh, IIHF being added? They said the mixed gender teams will not have any change to the rule set. So they're going to basically go by NHL rules. Um, like in modes like hot. Does that include fighting? <laughs> Someone brought that up. And I think they didn't give us a for sure answer, but I think that they said that there might be reduced if not because someone had a question about line brawls, which I thought was <laughs> not a good question. Such a, it's such an it's NHL, such... it's such an NHL hockey boy what? thing. I was just like, well, they're like, what about line brawls? Is that going to be in the game? Like, like, dude, like, because I, I know my two questions and I'm a little biased, but I'm like, I feel like that's yeah, whatever. Um, but I think that they alluded that there might be less fighting if not. I wouldn't be surprised if it was taken out because the, it's not a good look. There's there's the ability for people to be purposefully toxic. Let me just put it that way. And we all know what that means. Yeah. But I, I think that because there isn't any fighting in the IHF and now you're having a mixed team, I mean, it doesn't really serve a purpose anymore. Like, and I don't mean in, I'm not talking about general, I'm talking about in the game. <laughs> like, oh, this is just waste time. If I may um, be so bold, uh, fighting in the NHL games suck anyway. You can do the Jimmy Hornbuckle. How yeah. is it weird? That, so I played this game for seven years. I don't know how fighting works successfully, and I don't know how faceoffs work. Uh, yeah, it's weird. You don't know how either of them work, but the uh, the fighting mechanic it it gave, if you won your fight, it gave you stamina. However, fighting became a uh, hold L two, so your guy is like pulled back away, and then. And then just mash the up and down right stick, and that was yeah. that was it. That was it. It it's doesn't. It's not the great mechanic. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't do what they probably wanted fighting in hockey to do, which is like rile your team up and give that emotional boost. But that's not a thing in a coded video game. Well, it might be now that you have the uh, the crowd reaction if Maybe. it is something that's still in the game. So we don't know, but I just remember someone asked about line brawls and they gave an answer about like individual fighting with the IHF inclusion. I was like, oh, interesting. Um, will there be Russian or Belarus uh, teams? They said based on the decisions from the IHF and the ongoing conflict, they won't be in the game. I thought that was interesting. Was that Russian um, Belarus? Is that what you said? Yep, exactly. Okay. Um, because EA has come out in uh, full support of Ukraine. Um, so they're continuing that and they're, those aren't going to be in the game. And again, it's, it also has to do with the decisions from the IHF. 
Um, they said for competitive gaming, this was a uh, Kino. Uh, have improvements been made for things like people disconnecting or adding broadcast mode? Love this. They said we know broadcast mode is a requested item because people want to use it for spectating for um, tournaments. They said it's not going to be included this year. Uh, they but they they're well aware of it. They said regarding disconnecting, they said we want to incentivize people to play and complete games, which will improve integrity. And they've also made AI changes to make things like puck ragging difficult to do. So I thought that was a very good question. Shout out Kino. And a very good answer. Can I just say something about Kino? I've known I, I've known Kino for like 20 years. I met him. I met what? so uh back in when NHL used to come out on PC. Uh oh. so we're talking NHL like two thousand. There are people who might listen to this that weren't alive then. Um I hope not. We're a parent-centric podcast. If some 16-year-old is listening to us, then shout out to you, my dude, or my dudess. Uh, So I was big into the NHL modding community. Um, We had places that was called, uh, the the big two places were uh, the site called Cyber NHL and Thunderpuck. So that is where you went in, you modded your jerseys, you modded the arena, you made them more real life, made them better looking, all this stuff. And uh, Kinu was part of that. And uh, yeah, and then he randomly dropped into your, I think he raided you. Because uh, he does the sports gamer thing, he oh, rated yes. you, and I sent him a, uh, I sent him a message, and I was like, "Are you Kinu from Thunderpuck?" And he was like, "Yeah." And we just got to chatting and like catching up, and it was so, it's so weird, uh, and how small the, you know, the world really is because it's someone I've known for twenty years that I lost contact with, and Twitch brought him right back, right back in. That's crazy. Yeah, he's he's been doing this stuff for a while, and. Uh still crushing it but yeah i thought that was a really good target i mean he know he knows what the people want he does he's a man of the people he does know what they want i mean he you know he runs you know he's running what he's running and that's all they do is tournament style stuff so i get why people would want a broadcast mode if you're doing youtube videos right on your franchise do a broadcast mode would be perfect yeah, to be able to like not just watch it from one angle, but to like move around. Yeah. Give us spectator mode. And they, they're going to eventually. eventually. Um, they also said any changes to be a pro? Nope. So neat. My um, it, can I just <laughs> touch on that real quick? I think single absolutely. player. I think single player modes in uh, single player like be a pro. Uh, Madden's face of the franchise and the NBA one that I can't remember whatever my player or whatever i think those modes are slowly on their way out i imagine that they can look at the trophy list for how many people i should have come prepared with that and see how many people like hit a certain trophy and if it's like 10 percent, it's like why are we doing this yeah oh i'm sure they have uh, i'm sure they can count the number of times people have pressed on to be a pro i think you i know? played it for like two hours yeah and you know EA, EA, and 2K and MLB, you know San Diego Studios—they're not stupid. They know what percentage of their player base is using Be a Pro or Face the Franchise or blah 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 blah. So if if EA Vancouver is sitting down and they're like, okay, guys, we—it is the smallest team out of the big four or five, if you want to count FIFA, right? It's the smallest team out of the five. So if they're sitting down, like, okay, 10% of our player base plays be a pro, but 75% of our player base plays hot. What do you think they're going to pay attention to? And this isn't even talking revenue, right? Because in revenue, uh, in revenue, when it comes to sports games, sales decline every year in sports games, but revenue goes up. And that's because of ultimate team modes, right? So we're not even talking revenue. If 0 to 10% of your player base is playing Be a Pro, why would you take significant time from a small team to change it? Because if they're not playing it now, they're not going to play it. Exactly. And that's okay. But, yeah. So I was surprised to hear nothing. Uh, is changed, but I I don't disagree with that decision. Yeah. Um. Here's an interesting one. So if you don't know, the Coyotes uh, got kicked out of their arena, Arizona Coyotes, and now they're playing at some Arizona State, Arizona State College University, University ASU, 
ASU, and that stadium holds 5,000 people. Now, what does the average NHL stadium hold? Uh, I don't know, but the Bruins hold at max about uh, a little under 18,000. So let's say 18,000. So it's going to be like a fourth of what an arena has. So someone said, you know, how are you going to handle that? Um, Is it going to be a generic arena? Um, Because they don't have the right. Well, we don't know, but they don't have like the rights. We're assuming to like use it. um, Mm -hmm. And they're probably not. And even if they they're not going to do it for. You know, one arena. So they said they're going to be using a small arena. So it's not just going to be a general, a generic arena. It's going to be like the Arizona arena. It's not going to be called ASU, but it is going to feel different from other NHL arenas. It's not going to be the exact replicated rink um, in real life, but it's going to be as authentic as they can uh, to be in a smaller venue without using the name or likeness. So thought that was really cool. Um, they don't have to do something like that. Uh, I still don't like how arenas are done. I think they're all just look the same, but at least this one will look different. And it's going to be expensive and hot, so keep an eye out for that. That's my uh, tip for the day. Uh, if you get the Arizona arena, sell it for a lot. Um, and the last Diamond, one was Diamond again, Hands, that bad boy. <laughs> we just take it to the moon. Um, and yeah, the last one is just about Hut, how they want to do short and long term rewards. So I'm excited to hear more about that. But that's um, that's really like the big deep dive. I know we went into some things that were like super intricate, some things that were more like. You know, we went to the women's uh, being in it. We went into the Q&A. We went to crossplay. Um, so, yeah, if you're an NHL fan, like this meant a lot. Like you understood a lot of this. If you're not, you probably just <laughs> yeah, you probably understand enough. But um, it was a really cool event. And um, yeah, we should be seeing more in the next uh, coming months. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say uh, kudos. You know, you know, I like to I like to dump on the NHL team, but kudos to the changes they have made they sound promising we're not gonna know we're not gonna know until we get our hands in the hamburger as i like to say if it's gonna be any good oh i'm sorry we just a weird visual of just yeah you gotta get your hands in you gotta get your hands in there and really work it around right hands in the hamburger when it comes to gaming uh we don't know if it, if it's going to work or if it's going to be any good, but I'm going to give them props because they have at least heard some of the things that the player base has complained about, and they're doing their best to change. Exactly. I mean, I know some years people go, like, oh, it's the same game. There are some years where it has felt like, again, I, I didn't always get like this type of insight, but the fact that they're like, hey, here's some big things. It's like, okay, you did something different. Yeah. Like you added, you know, women in HUD. You added... um you cross play, which was big. You added uh, a bunch of desperation saves for goalies. You added last chance, like passes and shots and like loose puck desperation moves. Like this isn't just nothing. So I guess, you know, you know, that's obviously you can ask for a lot, but they have to prioritize themselves. And these are, these are things I'm excited about. I definitely think that some people are going to, I mean, we don't know enough at this point. Um, you know, we only saw a little bit of gameplay, but, um, I don't know, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, release date, um, it does release on uh, October 13th on all major platforms. I believe that's the date. Unless I wrote it down wrong. But October 13th um, is a That's Thursday. a Thursday, so I think I'm wrong. I think it's October 15th or 14th. Yep. Probably. So, it's at Friday. That's alright. It's sometime oh, in the middle of October. Brother. Before you and your child dress up for Halloween, you'll be able to play NHL 23 on the console of your choice, unless you only play on Switch or PC. In which case, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, people ask people, yeah, PC. That's not happening. I don't understand why people want that. Uh, because not everyone has a PlayStation or Xbox. Waba. That's weird. October 14th. I wrote it down wrong. October 14th, and you'll be able to play three days early if you pre-order. Um, also, too, if you are interested in this stuff and you want more of a breakdown or like a small snippet, um, including pre-order bonuses, uh, go to my YouTube channel. Um, a bunch of videos just went live today. Uh, most of I know some of it's going to be a little bit of a repeat, but um, if you're interested in hearing about it again or kind of more in a different format, it's going to be much smaller videos. Uh, go check that out. And even if you don't care, go check it out anyway, please. But uh, YouTube.com slash Wobble Plays. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. But, um, you know, normally I like to do a lot of like preview, you know, as many previews as I can for, for our podcast. So that's why we want to kind of meet today. Give you folks the inside scoop um, because we can talk about it now. And it's exciting. That's why we're recording on Thursdays because like, I couldn't really talk about it until then. So Correct. Um, that's where we are. 
Um, any Ooh. final last words, Pez? No, no, no. Excited to uh, excited to get my hands on the tech test. That's right. I don't know when that's going to happen. I don't think they've announced it. I imagine we find. Um, I don't know. Maybe I didn't write it down. <laughs> that's okay. I'll have to find out about the tech test. But yeah, I actually want to play it because I remember last year it was fun, but it was just once. I guess that yeah. makes sense, but uh, I don't. I'm not good at that mode. Let me. I'm not uh, good in any mode. Let me get after a little water buffalo. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> shout out to water buffalo. What a silly name! All right, folks. Well, that's going to wrap up today's uh, NHL 23 uh, preview on Three Dads in a Console. Again, if you folks had fun, please make sure to follow us. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. We're going to get back to doing these things live at Wednesday at 7.30 at YouTube.com slash Leaders in a Console. But because we're getting involved in fun things like, uh, you know, different games with embargo dates, we just want to make sure that not only are we able to adhere to our schedule, but that we're able to, you know, follow the right rules. So thank you folks for, uh, you know, giving us us. a little uh, little extra time. Yeah, thanks for putting up with our, uh, our stuff. That's right. That's all. So yeah, stay tuned next time. Again, we're going to be talking. Not we're not going to do a full Madden episode like we did NHL. This is just because this is kind of like our our wheelhouse. This is kind of a unique opportunity that was presented. Um, yep. But we're going to talk Madden. We're going to be talking uh, some of the games Pez mentioned that he's going to be getting into, and we're going to be talking some other big um, games that uh, some folks have had a chance to uh, take a look at. So that's a big market tease. You're going to want to stick around. We're uh, we're definitely seeing something. So look forward to it. All right, folks, thank you again for your time and attention, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.